I just watched White Noise, and it stars Adam Driver wearing like a a fat suit, not a fat suit, like a fake belly, so he looks kind of fat, but he doesn't. He just looks like he has a pillow on his stomach, and I don't know if he like has like a nose prosthetic or not, but it kind of looks like it. Maybe it's just the way his silhouette was when he turned, or maybe it was a wig. I don't fucking know. Something about him just looks strange. Um, him, Don Cheadle, sorry, Cheadle. Um, Andre 3000 was in like two scenes, and those are really the only people that I know that are in the movie. Um, sorry, I'm sitting in my living room right now. Uh, New Year's Day. Just watched this movie. Um, I don't even know where to fucking start. I read the book when I was in school, and I didn't really get it then. And watched the movie and still don't really understand it. So Adam Driver is some guy named Jack, and he teaches Hitler studies at College on the Hill. That's the name of the college that he teaches at. He's pioneering the Hitler studies and is secretly learning German because he can't speak it. And there's a Hitler convention coming to the college. Uh, yeah, it's fucking weird. And he's, he's deathly afraid of death. So I don't know what that's called, and I'm not going to look it up because I don't give a fuck. Um, but they explore that more in the book, more so than they do in uh, the movie. I, I haven't read the book in like over 10 years, but I do remember that part. But it just starts out, it's, they just are going through their normal bullshit life. They talk like nobody ever talked in human history. So the conversations were kind of not fun to try to pay attention to because they didn't speak like normal people would speak. They spoke like somebody pretentious wrote a script about pretentious people talking. I don't know how else to describe it. It's kind of got on my nerves a bit. Um, but shit, he has a good home life, I guess. He's married. Oh, this is his, him and his wife are married, and this is not their first marriage. It's like their fourth marriage each, and they have a blended family of three kids from different marriages, and then one kid they have together. I don't know. It's fucking weird. That's not. That's that's not weird. It's just weird that they made it a point to mention that they were both on their fourth marriage. Um, I don't fucking know, man. This movie was a three star movie. Watch it if you're at home and you have Netflix. Um, so bullshitting through life for like the first like twenty or thirty minutes. And then a train crashes in, or no, sorry, a truck crashes into a train that they both are carrying chemicals and um, they create a toxic airborne event. It's not really stated what it is or what it, I mean, they just like any other thing. I mean, I guess it's pretty, 
pretty right on the nose. Like with like, I mean, this book, the book was written in like 85 and the movie just came out, but I mean, it kind of has similarities like to the toxic airborne event to COVID and misinformation, like being spread about it, like what it does and like what are symptoms, blah, blah, blah. But it doesn't really go past that. Like they go to like a camp and like a quarantine camp and they're there for like nine days. Uh, Adam driver is exposed to the event by the rain that it caused when he went to go get gas and I don't know, man. Fuck this movie. It's fucking, <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't really that good. I'm like struggling to try to talk about it. Uh, he gets exposed to the airborne event. It's like you never see anybody like um, show any sort of symptoms because it's kind of back and forth like what the symptoms are. First you're told it's like sweaty palms and like deja vu. <laughs> and then you're told none of those things are true and it's this and then whatever. They're at the camp and something happens. And I can't remember what exactly happened, but they're, oh, before they like get kicked out of the, or they leave the camp, everybody, there's like mass hysteria and like people are like going crazy. But before that, some guy gives like a speech about them being trapped in there. And this isn't the first time that it's happened. One of those wacko guys. But then something happened. Maybe it was that. I'm telling you. The dialogue is, it doesn't pull you in at all. And I don't know, mass hysteria at the fucking quarantine camp and everybody's running and trying to leave and they end up leaving and going to another place for a little bit. And then it's just over and they're back to like their normal life. And it's, I, it, it is really just like the book. Like this fucking event happens. You don't really like, there's like no death or anybody like dying or anything like that. It's just an event that's happening and it's not causing any sort of, You don't see any like sort of repercussions. Um, Adam Driver, like like I said, was exposed to it, and it that's like a a loose plot thread for the rest of the movie where he thinks he's like gonna die, and like well, like I said, he's he's afraid of dying, and um, oh, this whole time his wife is like taking pills, but they don't. He doesn't know what it is. His her daughter find like sees her taking a pill and like asks her about it. And she, Oh no, that's Adam driver. Her daughter sees her taking a pill and like tries to find out. She sees her take the pill, throw away the pill bottle and like goes to the trash and like tries to find it, but it's gone. And then she eventually finds it and finds out it's called Doug Tyler. It's a made up drug. It's supposed to help people who have the fear of dying to not be fearful, whatever, blah, blah, blah. While they're driving away, Adam Driver sees her 
popping one of her pills and she says it's a, a lifesaver, but he's like, you, you swallowed it. So it, she said it was extra saliva. She didn't know what to do with. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Um, whoa. Uh, dude, I don't fucking know. I'm trying to do this, but I'm getting distracted by the TV. It's showing something called the hatchet wielding hitchhiker, which I think I heard a podcast about that guy. But I digress. I don't know if I use that word correctly either. Uh, but life goes back to like how it was. And the daughter comes back to Adam Driver and like says like that's how they find out it's called Tyler. And um, want to find out like what it is and like why she's taking it. So he like gets, they steal one of the pills. He takes it to his fucking up your own ass college and gives it to somebody so they can... Uh, find out what's in it and they find out what's in it. I'm not going to bore you with the details because I don't fucking remember what the details are of it. It's some science bullshit. But like I said, it's supposed to help you with your fear of dying. He confronts her and uh, they have an insane conversation that only the writer would really know what the fuck they were talking about. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it's during this conversation that you find out that uh, the way that she got the dialer is through an ad she saw at the supermarket and one of the tabloids. She contacted them, got in touch with who the, who she calls, or she refers to the group as Mr. Gray. And uh, she find out you find out that she got in touch with Mr. Gray and like blah blah blah. They're doing clinical trials for a new drug that's supposed to help people who are scared of death. But for whatever reason, they have to do it under the table or whatever, even though they had an ad in a tabloid at a supermarket and fucking Adam Driver finds the ad in like a dump when he looks for the pill bottle. So I don't really fucking know why they're doing it under the table or being shady. But she ends up having to have an affair with the now it's a the entity that was Mr. Gray is now a single man and she's having an affair with Mr. Gray. So he will give her Dilar so she's not afraid to die. And that's like, they're both like deathly afraid to die. And, but like I said, they talk about it more. It's more, more of the plot in the book than it is in the movie, which I guess makes sense. It's a fucking movie. You can't really expand on everything from a book in a movie. Um, so they talk about that and she's telling him about how she was having an affair with uh, Mr. Gray to get the pills. And she, <laughs> she like told him that she was wearing, she would wear a ski mask so he wouldn't kiss her. And, <laughs> and he kept, he keeps saying like, you, he entered you, he entered you. They're like, and she's like, Oh, you know, I don't like that. You know, I don't like that wording, blah, blah, blah. And this is, a callback to the beginning when they're like, this is takes place in the eighties. So they're like in the bedroom, like about to like watch like VHS porn. And she's like, nothing about entering or no titles with the word entering or fuck. What else entering? I don't know. Being inside other things like that. It grosses her out. So he like kept saying it when, when, uh, when they were talking about the affair that she was having for the pills. 
And she's like, I know you want to do something. Men are jealous, blah, 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 blah. It's really bullshit dialogue. Really bullshit. Like the first five minutes, I was like, holy shit. I hope this is not going to be how they're going to talk the entire movie for over two hours. And it was. And it lost me multiple times because when you hear people in any like media, film or TV that don't talk like normal people and they're supposed to be just regular people, it's fucking annoying and it takes me out of the plot in the movie. It makes me think these people are just up their own ass super hard. <laughs> uh but yeah, getting back to it, he they talk and blah blah blah. He finds out where the he contacts the guy, Mr. Gray, to get some dialogue, and then they go to some fucking convention or some bullshit. And he asks uh, Don Cheadle if he can borrow his car, and he goes to the hotel room where uh, Mr. Gray is, and tells him he's here to buy the pills and. They bullshit in the dark because Mr. Gray is just sitting in like his underwear watching fucking a 19 inch TV from 85. And he has like, he has a bald spot on the back of his head and he has long hair. So he's like kind of looking like Hulk Hogan or uh, Stabby. And uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a guy who they saw or who he saw at the, um, quarantine camp who helped him get his daughter's stuff rabbit back he's like he sees him at the quarantine camp he gives him the stuff rabbit that his daughter lost he like runs back when everybody's being insane trying to get the fuck out of there the mr gray guy picks up the rabbit and holds it out for him and he just like stares at the guy then grabs him puts it in his jacket and runs the guy's like wearing like kind of like the dude clothes like shorts and a sweatshirt cardigan. And then he sees them. He sees them again when they're shopping at the grocery store. He's like getting air freshener or something, but he's still wearing his shorts and cardigan with his stabby haircut. And uh, I think that's a guy's name, Stabby. Stabby, I don't fucking know. The guy from Come Town. And uh so yeah, the you, you see him twice before he realizes that Mr. Gray is that guy, and then they talk, they bullshit. He tells him that he's dying from being exposed to the airborne event. You're like he, he's 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 not fucking dying. He's just so paranoid that he's gonna die, so he's convinced himself that he's dying. His doctor like said he had elevated potassium and like he started freaking out and like asking him like could this be part of being exposed? And these events aren't happening in the order that I'm talking about. Uh, besides right now, what I'm talking about, it's not it happened like way earlier. Um But yeah, I don't fucking know. It's it's a hard movie to <laughs> keep track of and to follow. I mean the cast was good again the dialogue was shit uh don cheeto was wearing some shit wig he looked like nelson mandela from the dave Chappelle skit 
and so was Andre 3000. Adam Driver, too. I don't know if he was wearing a wig or if they styled his hair like that, but it looked fucking terrible. And I don't know if he has a fucking big nose or not, but his nose didn't look real. Uh, but yeah, he, he gets to the Mr. Gray guy. He tells him that he's dying and uh, they like get into a little argument and Mr. Gray starts throwing the dialer pills at him. And he says like some word that his wife said would say when like she was there and Mr. Gray like freaked out and like realized she was probably married and they get into a little tussle and Adam Driver shoots the guy in the shoulder twice and then puts the puts the gun in his hand to try to frame him for like shooting himself. And uh, it's at this point where his wife comes in. Of course, she's going to come in, but. That didn't happen in the book. She comes in. The guy is not dead with the gun in his hand. So he shoots. There's only one bullet. He shoots once. But he he's such a good shot that he knew how he could ricochet a bullet off Adam Driver's wrist and shoot his wife, Bebet, in the leg. And neither one of them are really, like, showing any sort of pain when they get shot. I don't, I've never been shot, so I don't know how bad it would hurt to get shot in the wrist or on the leg. But I assume you'd probably acknowledge it. They didn't. They dragged this fucking asshole out of the fucking hotel room that he's in. It's a fucking shit hotel. He's a German guy, too, so it all ties back into Adam Driver being a Hitler fanatic and teaching about it. And uh, they take him to, like, some German... They find a church that's open. It's like a German church, and they get medical help. And uh, after they get medical help, they heal. Uh, the fucking German nurses say something in German. I forgot what they said. doesn't matter because they still survived. And then the end of the movie is they're fucking shopping at the grocery mart. <laughs> the grocery store and... Uh, And I don't know, it's fucking boring. They're just buying, like, shopping. That's, like, the end of the movie. I don't know. It was not that good. I just wanted to watch it and see if it was, because I read the book, and I knew the book was just kind of all over to me, and the movie is, too. I would not recommend watching this. Um, just read the Wikipedia page if you want to know what happens or listen to this and I'll tell you, but yeah, I don't fucking know. I <laughs> highly would not recommend this movie at all. I, um, can't stress that enough. Don't watch this. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't watch it. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's it's a complete waste of time. You will probably regret it. But, um, yeah, that's going to be it for this one. How long have I been talking for? 19 minutes. Holy shit. All right. Um, yeah, I'm going to wrap this up. Um, thanks for listening. Happy New Year. This is the, um, me talking about white noise. Yeah. I mean, I guess it, it, watch it. Watch it so you can so you can know what I mean. Watch it and see. Maybe you'll like it. 
but <sighs> fucking a man i don't fucking know <laughs> i didn't um it's got good reviews from some people but i'm not one of those people um yeah i watched that so you don't have to no, i'm just kidding watch that shit so you can see how bad it is all right